The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Dead Letter, Book 2, Chapter 2 A midnight blue Lincoln Navigator SUV waited outside the El Dorado. Wade emerged from the building's foyer, offered his usual salutations to the entrance and security personnel, and then slid into his favorite American-built full-size luxury vehicle. Always buy American! his grandfather had told him a million times. Wade had a special relationship with Lincolns, having experienced their comfort as a child when riding in the back seat of his granddad's many premium Lincoln Continentals. Wade greeted his driver warmly, then turned his full attention to the day's planning. Being driven around New York City was not a luxury to him. It was essential. Firstly, it allowed him to multitask in safety. Secondly, it prevented him from engaging in the city's favorite ritual, road rage. And finally, he hated driving. He was not a car connoisseur and took little pleasure talking about, thinking about, and fussing about cars. One thing he did enjoy was being driven about. He could spend hours on the road in a comfortable vehicle, working, talking, thinking, or resting. His high-end luxurious chariot, with all the latest gadgets and plenty of legroom, was an indispensable extension to his office. His chauffeur was on call 24-7 and filled his non-driving downtime executing other tasks for Wade. The morning commute to his midtown workplace varied with traffic and road construction, but for some reason, this particular trip was almost hassle-free. Upon arrival, Wade disembarked the vehicle, saluted his driver, and then stood in front of the tall building he had selected years ago as his business location. Sheathed in stone and steel, the Empire State Building, located in the center of Manhattan, had recently upgraded its lighting, heating, cooling, and other systems, making it once again a state-of-the-art edifice. He never entered the famous skyscraper without looking up and appreciating all it represented. And on foggy days, he swore his eyes sometimes caught a glimpse of a gigantic ape clinging to the building's summit with one hand while holding a sensual young platinum blonde girl in the palm of its other. Wade exited the elevator on the 64th and walked past Jenny straight into his office. She was busy talking on the phone. He sent and received a few missives, then dealt with the reasonable pile of papers Jenny had placed on his desk. Despite her young age, Jenny Bradford acted the prim and proper Beacon Hill matron. 
Wade often wondered if there was a fun or wild side beneath her veneer of professionalism. Did she ever let her hair down? Literally? This thought came to him when admiring the silky blonde ponytail she perennially maintained. Her mother was a Sinclair, which almost made Jenny Boston royalty. Despite her blue blood pedigree, Jenny's kind ways and thoughtful demeanor showed no trace of pretense or snobbery. Although Wade believed no one was indispensable, he often wondered what he would do without Jenny. She was flawless in his eyes, and she helped him deal with Denari. Mr. Wade? He lifted his head and made eye contact with Jenny, who had rolled her revolving chair into his sightline. Yes, Jen? I have someone for you from the UK. A man. He says you're expecting his call. All right, pass him through. David Wade. Is this Mr. David Wade? Asked an unfamiliar voice at the other end of the connection. Yes, this is he, responded Wade with a polite tone. Is this a secure line? Asked the caller in a slightly slurred, upper-lip British accent. It is, assured Wade. How may I help you? I am Walsingham, and I wish to hire your services. Wade signaled Jenny to close his door. He wished to totally focus on this conversation. How do you know Julia Cartier? How do you know of me? I read of your Italian escapade earlier this year. You have quite the good reputation. This seemed plausible to Wade. His success in Italy had garnered him international accolades, along with positive worldwide press coverage. How can I be of help to you, sir? Well, Mr. Wade, he said levelly, I wish to locate a very precious and unique item, an item that would complete my collection, an exceptional collection that I have been amassing over the past several years. His curiosity heightened. Wade did not interrupt the distinguished older gentleman's discourse. I want to hire your talents and expertise, and I am willing to triple your usual fee. Wade continued to listen and not talk. You see, Mr. Wade, I am an old man with but a few years left. Collecting is a harsh mistress, you know. I wish to accomplish my final life's goal before it's too late. His voice wavering, emotions seemed to overtake the caller as if fighting the slow, painful crushing of his hopes. Please help me, Mr. Wade. Please help me locate this precious item and allow me the satisfaction of claiming victory. Wade finally spoke, asking Walsingham the obvious. What will I be searching for? The caller heard the question, but did not answer immediately instead filling Wade's earphone with tremendous coughing, decibels galore. Wade instinctively pulled back from the damaging dissonance to protect his overly sensitive ears. This was not a normal coughing episode. This was the deep chronic coughing of a sick man, perhaps even a dying man. When the caller seemed to have regained his composure and assured Wade that he was all right, the query was repeated with more firmness. 
What will I be searching for, sir? What item do you want me to locate? An incredibly valuable and prestigious item, Mr. Wade. Walsingham took a rasping breath as his voice regained its earlier vigor, solidity, and confidence. The most magnificent and glorious article in all of English history. A burial gown. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calotrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calotrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen.